everybody. It's a C-dub with another Wofo Yo short. I was talking to Bones about this as I was driving to the gym and the store and getting ready to head home and was listening to something I normally wouldn't have listened to. I'm going to turn it off. Laura said, no, there's something here you need to hear. And as I was listening, about five, ten minutes later, just going down the road, the person was teaching on prayer and praise and worship. And it was very, very evident that they do things different than the way the Lord has me do them. And I'm not picking. There is diversity within the body. So it's, it's not a dig. But he asked me something. And the way I described it to Bones, it was kind of, it was, it was almost a rhetorical question. But for those of you that actually know how to do math, uh, we had this very tough uh, algebra teacher in high school, and she also did trig and calculus and uh, as well as geometry, uh, named uh, Cynthia Thomas, and she was tough. But she would require you to show all your work. She would require you to do it analog. And she would also, especially in the algebra classes, as you were beginning to do a math that's beyond your basic arithmetic, she would make you do the problem backwards. And the reason you did that was to check your work. And guess what? You got points taken off if you didn't. Saying all that, say this, that when the Lord asked the question, it was kind of like working the problem backwards, if you will, to, to get it where he was wanting me to go. So the question was this, why do you pray the way you do? And so rather than just instantly reply, I gave it some thought. And one of the things that stood out was, as this lady was teaching, it was about different things that you do to pray, different things that you do, the importance of being in an attitude of worship and different things you do for a worship environment and things like that to get into God's presence. And it's just totally not the way I usually do things. And as your relationship with God grows, you're going to find out that you got to be comfortable with that, that you are called for an individual walk. Yes, you're going to be part of a body. It might look a little bit different than what maybe some of the more traditional settings have said. But, yeah, he's going to have you work with people. He's going to have you work with fellow believers. He's going to have you go and minister to people who need basically what God has for them. They need Jesus Christ. They need that relationship because something's missing. But we're not all called to do it the same. And again, this is not a dig at the lady who was teaching because guess what? She had scriptures for everything she was doing. The question still stood, though. Why do you pray the way you do? And a lot of the focus, though, was ushering in the presence of God. And I go, well, Lord, I pray the way I do 
because I know you're here. I know you're with me. So, so just like that lady that was teaching was talking about enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You know, at the same time, I have this promise from Jesus Christ that, Lo, I'm with you always, even till the end of the earth, even till the end of the age, depending on what translation you're reading. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, wasn't that long ago, Bones and I were reading from the gospel account from John about how Mary Magdalene is one of those that goes to the tomb and she sees the men in white there sitting there. So what, what, what have you done with my Lord? If you've taken him somewhere, just let me know. And then she supposes Jesus to be the gardener. And he says, Mary, and lo and behold, he's been with her the whole time. So when I pray, it doesn't look like how people pray in church. It's very, very conversational. I'm not afraid to ask God questions uh, because I know I'm going to get the answer. And sometimes the answer is, I'm not going to tell you because, or at least not right now, because you're going to mess it up if you knew. And you got to be okay with that. Uh, if, if the Lord says it's not for you to know and you're to trust me, then that's that. But Bones and I had a mentor that that just taught us Talk to the Lord like you're just talking to a person who's there because he is. And that worked. I tell you, a lot of times in prayer, there were all these things that I used to do. There was, you know, we got to play the praise and worship music. And we have to pray this prayer and pray this out of the word and and speak this passage of scripture. And and I still do, but old Frank 20, man, he said, just talk to the Lord like he's a person, like he's there because he is. And a lot of times when I'm doing all that other stuff, there's parts of me that are getting stripped away. There's a lot of pretense that if I'm not careful, I can bring in, and that has to get stripped away. One of the things you need to be careful about, though, although there can be a manifest presence of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of God to remove burdens and destroy yokes, and I've seen that with corporate worship, individual worship, that's a very real thing. But yet your Heavenly Father through his son, Jesus, is present with you right now. And you need to be conscious of that because what happens a lot of times, especially if the flesh is getting into it and people start seeking after an experience or a feeling rather than the relationship. I hate to use this word, but it seems like people are trying to conjure God. And we don't do that. We're to walk in relationship and know that he's there. He's with us. And again, I'm not criticizing what the lady was saying because, 
again, her background was in praise and worship, so she's talking a lot of David. But the whole thing is, was David trying to bring God on the scene? Or was David praising and worshiping because he knew God was on the scene? And it's a different mindset. It really is. Be encouraged and know that God's with you. And the other thing is, you know, we have our rituals. And I know that's a dirty word to a lot of people, but uh, as one who was raised Catholic, there's a ritual that you go through. The Mass is a ritual. Uh, And even in our Protestant services, there's a bit of ritual to it. And if you don't do that in order, you're about to find out from some of the congregation members how ritualized they want it because you didn't do it the way we always do it. That aside, what is the ritual really doing? Are, Are you really bringing God on the scene or something else going on? Yes, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. Again, I have seen the anointing of the Holy Spirit and experienced that uh, in in a corporate worship setting. And it's amazing. Really didn't change my life like the individual walk did, though. Seen miracles. Man, it just confirmed everything, though, that was going on with the relationship to begin with. So a lot of times, what the ritual is doing, what that praise and worship is doing, especially if it's done in a right spirit, is it's getting us in tune. I know this might sound sacrilegious to some folks, and especially if if you have a religious nature, you're not supposed to say that. Well, I'm telling you the truth. Think about it. Pray about it. If it doesn't apply to you, then hey, great. Uh, If it does, it's even not really something to correct. It's just something to be aware of. And know that if it gets carnal, if it gets soulish, yeah, it, it can be out of place. But it's not necessarily bad. But what happens is the ritual and the praise and the worship is getting us to a place to where we can recognize the reality that's already there. And that is, God is with us. Jesus Christ is with us. And there's something about knowing that he's with you that changes the relationship. It changes how you pray. It changes how you worship. I got to be very, very honest. In this day and age, there, there's, and I'm a musical person, but a lot of praise and worship music I just don't particularly care for. And, and that's a personal thing. Style has something to do with it. But I heard a praise and worship leader who wrote some of the most beautiful songs I had ever heard. His name was Darren Payne. And I go, this is an amazing song, brother. And when he would play and worship the Lord, it was such familiarity and intimacy there that it just bled out into whatever happened to be around. 
It was powerful. But he said, I have so many songs that I've written to the Lord, but they're to the Lord. And it almost feels like I'm cheapening the experience and I'm ruining the intimacy by by sharing it in public because it's so private and so intimate. And I understood. I also partially didn't understand, but I can tell you that uh, the more I walk with the Lord, the more I understand. Um, the the praise and worship that's there just doesn't that, that's out there. It's it's rare that I find a song, especially modern, that really expresses accurately my attitude and the depth of my emotion uh, toward my Creator and toward His Son. So. What does praise and worship look like for me? You know, there's conversations with the Lord. There's drawing near. There's waiting for answers to questions that I ask. And being content with that answer. And also knowing sometimes those answers are going to cause me to dig and get in the word for myself. But worship looks a lot more like obedience now. Because you can pay all the lip service you want. You can raise your hands all you want. And I raise mine quite often. You can speak in tongues all you want. And I do that quite often. But I found out that it's more like when am I not praying? Because it's based on relationship. And since I know he's there... The saying of Jesus, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. And I do love them. Lord knows I'm not perfect and I have my flaws. But worship looks a lot more like obedience. Remember, folks, he's with you. Now, what are you going to do with that? Everybody, thanks for listening. This is C-Dub for Bones and myself, thanking you for tuning in to this Wofolio short and reminding you once again that if you're going to grow, you got a Wofolio. Get in the Word for yourself.